Tonight is your night, the night for your supernatural turnaround. I say tonight is your night, the night when all your weeping will be put to an end. I want us to lift up our voice and begin to worship the King of Kings. Let's begin to give him praise. Let's give him praise. Let's give him praise. Let's give him honor. Let's give him adoration for the opportunity he has given to us to be at his presence again this evening. Father, we thank you. Lord, we worship you. Ancient of days, we magnify your name. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. For every member of our family, we thank you. We thank you for our leaders. We thank you for our nation. We thank you for each of our families. Father, we say be glorified and be exalted. In the name of Jesus, for this wonderful and gracious opportunity they have given to us, to always worship at your presence and to always have access to your presence. Father, we worship you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice unto God tonight and say, Lord, I am here again at your presence. Let me receive your mercy in the name of Jesus. Let the doors of mercy be opened unto me tonight. In the name of Jesus, I want somebody to cry for mercy. Cry for mercy for your family. Cry for mercy even for our nation. Let us cry for mercy. Lord, be merciful unto us. In the name of Jesus, as we call upon your name tonight, answer us by your mercy. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, let every mountains of problems, let every mountains of evil be melted. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, Lord, open all closed doors tonight. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, let the sick be healed tonight. Let the dead be raised back to life tonight, oh God. By your mercy, do something new, do something marvelous for each and every one of us. In the name of Jesus, let somebody crown to God for mercy. Lord, be merciful unto us. In the name of Jesus, if there is any sin in our life that could hinder your move in our midst, Lord, be merciful unto us. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice. You are going to crown to God and say, Father, tonight, meet me at the point of my need. 
I want us to know that each and every time we appear before God, we appear before Him just like a driver that drives his car to the mechanical shop for service. And the, 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 the mechanical engineer, they will check the, the car, they will service the car, they will change the oil, you know, whatever needs to be replaced, they replace it. Whatever needs to be repaired, they repaired it so that the car can be fit for journey. I want us to lift up our voice and say, Lord, for me to be fit for the journey of the remaining days of this year into the new year, Lord, tonight, service my life. In the name of Jesus, meet me at the point of my need. You know my need, O oh God. Lord, meet me at the point of my need. In the name of Jesus, I want somebody to cry to God and say, Lord, service me tonight. Lord service us tonight in the name of Jesus meet each and every one of us at the point of our needs in the name of Jesus Lord meet us at the point of our needs tonight in Jesus mighty name we have prayed I want us to open our mouth and say Lord let every powers of darkness operating in the hair operating on the land or operating inside the water that may want to hinder my blessing tonight or that may want to that may want to attack me after tonight's prayer meeting let your fire destroy them in the name of jesus open your mouth open your mouth makota likapa we use the authority in the name of jesus i will command every name to bow in the name of jesus lord tonight let every forces of darkness operating from the wind, operating from the air, operating from the land or from the water, that may want to hinder our blessing tonight. Lord, tonight we command them to bow at the mention of the name of Jesus. We rebuke and we cast them out. In the name of Jesus, let every force of the enemy be destroyed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth. You are going to cry to God and say, My Father, let there be a release of everything that belongs to me in this year, everything that I am yet to possess, I want you to know that there are still some blessings hanging in this year, and God must release them tonight. In the name of Jesus, whatever you are supposed to have possessed that you have not yet have, tonight you will have it. I said tonight you will obtain in the name of Jesus, I want you to lift up your voice and say, My Father, let there be a release of all my blessings, all my areas, all that belong to me that I am yet to possess. Tonight, let them be released by fire. In the name of Jesus, I possess my, re my remaining possessions in this year. In the name of Jesus, I want somebody to crown to God and say, in the name of Jesus, I possess my remaining blessing in this year. In the name of Jesus, I possess my remaining favor in this year. In the name of Jesus, I possess my remaining prosperity in this year. In the name of Jesus, everything that belongs to me, everything that I have not been able to obtain from the beginning of the year, tonight I shall obtain them. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth. We possess all our, our remaining blessings in this year. In Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. I pray for you that everything that belongs to you that you are yet to possess tonight 
Receive them now. In the name of Jesus. You will not miss any of your blessing that remains in this year. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, let's quickly do our prophetic prayers for this week. They are prophetic. Don't, please, don't, don't. They are what? I want us to pray it with every seriousness. They are prophetic. The first prayer point that we are going to raise for this week is we want to pray against opposition. I want somebody to say opposition. Now, how do you know that you are making progress? How you will know that you are making progress is opposition will always rise up. If there is no opposition to anything you are doing, it means you are not making progress. But anytime you are making progress and you are faced with opposition, I want you to know that that is a sign that you are making progress. That is a sign that you are advancing and some powers want to stop you. I pray for that brother. I pray for that sister. Every power that has been stopping you from the beginning of this year, tonight, the Lord will destroy them. In the name of Jesus, the book of Zechariah chapter 3 verse 1, Zechariah chapter 3 verse 1, the Bible says, Then I saw Joshua the high priest standing in the presence of the angel of the Lord with Satan standing at his right hand to oppose him. I pray in the name of Jesus, every power standing at your right hand to oppose you. Tonight, the Lord will deal with that power. In the name of Jesus. Now, I want us to note something about our right hand. The right hand. The right hand is a place of power. The right hand is the place of strength. That's why in Psalm 16 verse 8, the Bible says, I have set the Lord at my right hand. It didn't say I set the Lord on my left hand. He said, I have set the Lord at my right hand. And because he is at my right hand, I shall not be moved. But in the case of Joshua, who was at his right hand? Satan. Instead for God to be at his right hand, Satan was at his right hand to what? To resist him. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to crown to God and say, My Father, in the name of Jesus, every satanic power, every satanic spirit standing at my right hand to resist my progress, to oppose my advancement, Tonight, let that power be terminated by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, terminate that power, terminate that demonic spirit by fire. In the name of Jesus, let that power be attacked and be destroyed by fire. Every power standing at my right hand to resist me, to oppose me, tonight be terminated by fire. I want somebody to pray that prayer and say, Lord, let that power be terminated tonight. In the name of Jesus, every power standing at the right hand of my children to oppose their progress, to oppose their advancement, let that power be terminated. In the name of Jesus, you foul devil, I rebuke you. Get out! In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Power opposing my progress. Power opposing my advancement. Tonight I rebuke you. In the name of Jesus, I command fire to destroy you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I declare by the power in the name of Jesus that every power standing at your right hand 
your hand, your right hand, where, where you are supposed to have strength and power. Every power standing at your right hand to resist all your efforts or to oppose all your advancement. Tonight, I command fire to destroy that power. In the name of Jesus, from today henceforth, no power will be able to oppose you anymore. In the name of Jesus, I said no forces from hell will be able to resist you anymore. In the name of Jesus, I command your life to advance. I command your business to advance. I command your career to advance. In the name of Jesus, no more opposition on your way. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want somebody to shout, no more opposition on my way. No more opposition on my way. I am moving forward. I am advancing. I am making progress. Shout hallelujah. Now, let's go to the second point. The second point we are praying on is we want to pray for obedience. I want somebody to shout obedience. Now, let me tell us this. <laughs> you, may not know, you may not know Greek. You may not know Hebrew. But if you know obedience from the word of God, you are a perfect man. You may not understand Greeks. You may not understand Hebrews. But if you understand obedience, because on obedience lies all the other commandments. And that was the sin that Adam and Eve committed. They committed the sin of disobedience. And they were kicked out of the garden. Obedience. Obedience is, a, is the secret for holiness. Obedience is the secret for working in total, in total sanctification. Obedience. Obedience. The book of Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19. The Bible says, And if ye be willing and obedient. Look at that. If ye be willing and obedient, ye shall hit the good of the land. Obedience. Obedience. Oh my God. Tonight, we are going to pray for that spirit to enter into us. Because we don't want to disobey God anymore. You know, the mother of Jesus, in John chapter 2 verse 5, he told his servant, he said, Whatsoever is said unto you, do it! Obey! Because there is blessing in obedience. You know, Paul was speaking in 2 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9. He, he, said, he said, and to this end, I have written unto you, that I may prove whether you are obedient in all things. Even Paul expected the church at Corinth to be obedient in all things. I want us to lift up our voice. You know, speaking about Jesus in Philippians chapter 2 verse 8, the Bible says, he, he became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. The death of the cross was a shameful death. But Jesus became obedient unto death just because of you and I. We are going to lift up our voice and say, my father, let the spirit of disobedience be cast out of me. In the name of Jesus, Lord, give me the heart of a servant to obey you in all things. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. I want somebody to crown to God tonight. Lord, let the spirit of disobedience be Cast out of me in the name of Jesus. Deliver me from disobedience in the name of Jesus. Let the heart of a servant to obey you in all things be planted on my heart in the name of Jesus. Give me the heart of a servant 
give me the heart of an obedient servant. In the name of Jesus, fill me with the spirit of obedience. Let every one of us be filled with the spirit of obedience. In the name of Jesus, help us to obey you in all things. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I pray tonight, God will give us a hearing here that obey God's instruction. In the name of Jesus. And if there are any stones of stubbornness in our heart that always repair divine instruction, that always do against divine instruction, I pray that tonight the Lord break that stone. In the name of Jesus. I pray that the Lord will give us a heart of flesh to be totally obedient unto him. In the name of Jesus, it is done. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, let's do one more, then we get into the message very quickly. We want to pray for oil. I want somebody to say oil, 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 oil. (laughs) Oh, my God. Now, let me tell us this. The reason why Joshua, in, in the first place, was being opposed was because, number one, there was no more oil in his life. And then number two, the sin of disobedience was in his life. That was why Satan opposed him. Now, listen to me carefully tonight, brethren, my brothers and my sister. I want you to listen to me. Anytime we are not obeying God, anytime we are not walking in the power of the Spirit, because the oil is talking about the power of the Spirit. Anytime we are not walking in the power of the Spirit, Satan will always oppose us. And I'm praying that from tonight, the devil has lost the battle. In the name of Jesus. Because God is going to give us our oil back. I said somebody is receiving a fresh oil right now. Yes, 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 yes. As I'm talking like that, somebody is being anointed. Somebody is being anointed and fresh right now. In the name of Jesus. The book of Psalm 104 verse 15 Psalm 104 verse 15, the Bible says, And wine that maketh glad the hearts of man, and oil that make his face to shine. Look at that. That make his face to shine. In Psalm 105, if you read from verse 14 to 15, you know, God said, God said, Touch not my anointed, and do my prophet no harm. Now, the only reason the devil will not touch you is if you stay up the oil. If you are still having the oil and you are not working in disobedience, many have been tormented, many have been opposed, many have been attacked because of disobedience and lack of oil. I want us to lift up our voice and say, Lord, tonight I need my oil back. Anoint me afresh. In the name of Jesus, I want you to begin to cry. Lord, anoint me afresh. Open your mouth, open your mouth. Cry unto God for fresh oil, fresh oil. We pray for fresh oil. Lord, tonight let each and every one of us be anointed with fresh oil. In the name of Jesus, oh God, anoint us afresh. In the name of Jesus, the anointing that will make us to be distinct. The anointing of touch not. The anointing of punish not. The anointing of uh, trouble not. Let the anointing be released upon us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Almighty Father, we thank you. Lord, we give you all the glory for what you are doing and for what you intend to do again tonight. Lord, tonight have your way. 
glorify yourself. Meet us at the point of our needs. Let every affliction be terminated tonight. In the name of Jesus. Are there any, 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 any persons here under evil fire? Maybe there is somebody here. You know that fire of affliction is burning you. I pray that tonight the Lord will quench that fire. In the name of Jesus. Affliction shall not rise again the second time. In the name of Jesus. This remaining days of the year, we shall begin to enjoy everything that is due for us. In the name of Jesus. Lord, as we go into your word, minister unto us. By the power of your word, let there be healing in our midst. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout, Hallelujah. I want to welcome every one of us to this night's prayer meeting. And I want you to know that you are important to God. And that's why God have you called in to this meeting tonight. Uh, because before God will do anything, there is, there is always going to be a divine appointment. I want you to know that for you to be on this line tonight is not because you just wish. It is because of divine appointment. There is something that God wants to do for you. And I'm praying that that thing will manifest before the end of this prayer meeting. In the name of Jesus. I want to welcome us again. And if you are joining us for the first time, I also want to welcome you to this family prayer meeting. This is just families of believers that come together to pray. And you are welcome into our midst. Now, believe in God that this evening, God will give you a first time miracle. In the name of Jesus. The fire of God will be, will be released upon the altars of your family. In the name of Jesus. Because when we come together like this, it is to help our individual prayer life. When we come together, we charge up ourselves. And then when we are on our own, our fire is burning. That's the goal of this prayer meeting. is to strengthen us and to prepare us for heaven. Because that is our goal. And I believe in God that tonight, oh my God, God will release fresh fire upon us. In the name of Jesus. Very quickly, I want us to open our Bible to John 14. Uh, from verse 1 to 3, last week we started talking from John 14 verse 1 and we consider, let not your heart be troubled. And I told us last week that the categories of problems or the categories of affliction that we all go through in life can be divided into three. I told us number one, pressure, number two, problems, and then number three, pains. And these are things that trouble men. And tonight, by the grace of God, we want to pick it up from where we stopped last week. And we are going to be considering verses 3, 2 to 3 tonight. So but I will just read it from verse uh, 1, John 14, if you can open your Bible. The Bible says from verse 1 to verse 3, Let not your heart be troubled. If peradventure we still have anyone on this line whose heart is troubled. God is telling you again, let not your heart be troubled. And I speak to everything troubling your heart. Is there fear troubling your heart? I speak to that fear now. In the name of Jesus, everything troubling your heart. Are you having worry over your children and that is troubling your heart? I pray that tonight, whatever is troubling your heart or whatever is 
making your heart to be troubled, the Lord will deal with it. In the name of Jesus, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. And look at verse 2. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. Look at that. Because Christ is not a liar. He's not a man that he should lie. Number 23 verse 19, the Bible says, God is not a man that he should lie. When he says something, he always do it. So he said, if it were not so, I would have told you. I would have told you. And look at the next thing he said. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. I want you to know that you have a place in God's kingdom. If you are a child of God, you are born again, you are listening to me tonight, you have a place in God's kingdom. Although you may not have a place in this world, you may not be among the most richest. You may, maybe your name is not even in the, you know, there is, there is this Guinness Book of Records, people that break records. There are so many people, they break earthly records, but in heaven, they, there is no record about them. Some people are famous in this world, but God don't know them in heaven. Their angels in heaven don't know their names. They don't recognize them. But if you are a believer, Jesus is telling us tonight that there is a place for you in his kingdom. I think that should make somebody to be, to be happy. That, that should make somebody to rejoice that there is a place for me in God's kingdom. And look at verse 3. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. That where I am. I want us to know that the end goal of our Christianity, the end goal of this prayer we are doing night and days. I know maybe some people are saying, this brother does even sleep. The end goal is for us to make heaven know. That's, that's what we are working. We want to make heaven. That is the end goal. That's the end goal. Now, now tonight, just to give you a title, I will be exhorting. This is just a, a, a short exhortation on what I've titled heaven. Our focus throughout the journey. Heaven. I want somebody to say it after me. Heaven. Our focus throughout the journey. I know we are praying for the year 2023. But beyond that, beyond that, heaven should be our focus throughout the journey of our life. Not only in the year 2023, not only in the month of, of November, but throughout our lifetime. Heaven should be our goal. That's why the title is Heaven, our focus. Throughout the journey, the journey of our life. Do you know this, this passage of scripture I just read? It was an answer to a question that Peter asked Jesus in John chapter 13, verse 36. When Jesus began to tell them about the things he will suffer, about the things that will happen towards the time of the end, about things that will happen, you know, how he will be arrested, how he will be killed, and things and things like that. Peter now asked him in verse 36 of John 13. And Simon Peter said to him, Where are you going? And Jesus answered him, Where I am going, you cannot follow me now, but you shall follow me afterward. Look at that. That was a promise for Peter. 
Because Peter said, he wanted to know where Jesus was going. And Jesus told him, he said, you will follow me afterward. And do you know, indeed, Jesus eventually told Peter in John 21, verse 18 to 19, the, the type of death that Peter will die. And Peter eventually followed the Lord. In fact, before he died, in 2 Peter chapter 1, if you read from verse 12 to 15, maybe from verse 12 to, to, to 15, but for, for, look at verse 14. I just want to read verse 14. Say, knowing that shortly I must put off my tent, just as our Lord Jesus Christ showed me. This man, before he died, Jesus showed him. I want us to know if, if we are a Christian, God will let us know when it is time to depart. And I'm not talking about we all in out. No, we are going to live old. We will live old. We will have, we will have fullness of our life. Not that, no, not that any power will cut short our life. The apostles, they live old. Peter, Peter live old. He didn't die on timely death. He said, The Lord showed me. Look at that. I love that. The Lord showed, he said, The Lord showed me the type of death I would die. And this man eventually. He, 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 he died. In fact, when, when, when he was being crucified, he said, crucify me upside down because I don't want to die the same death that my master died. So he was being crucified with his head pointing downward. Ah! Peter is in heaven now. And I know that a day will come when I will see him in heaven too. A day will come when I will also see you in heaven. In the name of Jesus. I pray that we shall not miss heaven. In the name of Jesus. It is very, very important. We need to remind ourselves about heaven. 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 And there are so many words that are being used to describe heaven. Let me just give us some of the words. Number one. One of the words used to describe heaven is the kingdom. According to 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 11. 2 Peter 1 verse 11, the Bible says... For, for, for so an entrance will be supplied to you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord Jesus. So it's every is compared to a kingdom. And in that kingdom, God is our king. And we are supposed to reign with him. According to Revelation chapter 5 verse 10, the Bible says, And he has made us kings and priests unto our God, and we shall reign on the hearts. So heaven is a kingdom. Number two, heaven is an inheritance. What, what When we talk about inheritance, inheritance is something that a father will prepare for his children after he passed away. So when Jesus was living, what the inheritance he prepared for us is heaven. According to 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 4, the Bible says we are being called to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you. There is an inheritance reserved in heaven for us. And that's why we mustn't compromise. We must not miss heaven. We must, whatever it will take us, we must not miss heaven because of the inheritance waiting for us. Then number three, heaven is also being compared to a country, a new country. I remember the first time I, I came to this country, the United States of America, I was so happy, I was so delighted. I, 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 I don't know if I slept in the 14-hour journeys. I was just jumping up, you know, to see this great nation, this land of opportunity. And when I landed in New York, 
I was so happy. I was blessing God. I said, thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus, for, for, for bringing me here, the land of opportunity. But much more than coming to America, I want you, somebody to listen to me tonight. There is, a place, there is another country that we need to start desiring, and that is heaven. A place of beauty. The God, in fact, Bible says in Revelation, the streets of heaven is made with gold. It's, it's the most beautiful. I mean, we can't even compare this world to hate. That should be our joy. That should excite us every day to want to call upon God. I said, God, I just want to remind you about that, that heaven you are talking about in your word. I hope you have not forgotten me. The inheritance, the place you are preparing for me. I hope the place is still intact. So it's another country. According to Hebrews chapter 11 verse 16, the Bible said, but now they desire a better country. That is an heavenly country. Therefore God is not ashamed to be called their God for he has prepared a city for them. Oh my God. There is a city prepared for us in heaven where we are going to dwell. Where there will be no more sorrow. A city is being prepared for us. There another Another, another word used to describe heaven is a city. And then lastly, according to John 14 verse 2, heaven is being compared to a home, our final home, our house in heaven. A mansion, mansion, mansion. Mansion is a big, mansion is bigger than ordinary house. And that is where God has prepared for us. I pray that in the name of Jesus, we shall not miss heaven. In the name of Jesus. That was why when Jesus was departing in Acts chapter 1, verse 9 to 11, two angels appeared to the disciples. And the angel told them, while they look up into the sky, while Jesus was being received into heaven, the Bible says, and the angel told them, this same Jesus shall return in the same manner as you see him going to heaven. So Christ is coming back. Now, he's coming back. Somebody may want to say, Brother Peter, this is message that we have been hearing for a long time. Oh, Christ is coming back. Oh, Christ is coming back. When is he going to come? We have, we have been waiting for years. When is he going to come? Now, the time and the season, according to Acts chapter 1 verse 3, nobody knows. Even not angels in heaven know the time. But what we are supposed to do as believers is to prepare for it because it's either the rapture take place or we pass into eternity through sleeping in the lord i don't want to call it death a christian don't die christians sleep in the lord but unbelievers will die and they will still die the second death which is hellfire lake of fire but believers we don't die we don't die no matter how how, how the affliction may be we don't look at Lazarus in, in Luke 16. When Lazarus, after Lazarus, you know, you know, after he slept in the Lord, the Bible said the angel of the Lord took up his body, the, a glorious body that was given to him, and he was taken to heaven to be at Abraham's bosom. Now, in conclusion, in conclusion, just to wrap this message up for those who are taking notes, what are the lessons we can learn from this uh from this John 14 from verse 1 to 3? I'm gonna give us seven points. I'm, I'm going to use letter P. I will just list them very quickly and then we will go and pray. I can't wait for us to start praying about heaven tonight. Number one, from this passage of scripture, number one, we see the prophecy about heaven. That's the first thing. 
we see the what the prophecy jesus made a prediction about heaven there is a prophecy and every prophecy of scripture will come to pass for example the first coming of christ into this world it was prophesied and it came to pass his death was prophesied and it came to pass and his coming back again was prophesied and it's going to come to pass so number one we see the prophecy about heaven and that a time is coming when christ will come back then number two we see the promise about heaven that is a promise of a place for those who are saints there is a promise for you and i that god is preparing a what god has gone jesus christ has gone to heaven to go and prepare a place he made a promise to his disciples say i'm not if, if it were not so i would have told you so number two there is a promise for us as believers about heaven then number three there is need for preparation that was why jesus told the disciples he was telling them about heaven to let them know that they need to prepare for it Although God is working to prepare a place in heaven, but we on earth need to start preparing to go to that heaven. We need to start packing our luggage. I remember when I was coming to the US, I packed, you know, things I could pack, my books, my some of my some of the things there to me, my native, I, I packed some native clothes when I was coming. I don't even know where they are now. Maybe I I trashed them. They, 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 they can't meet up with the fashion, fashion of today. I packed so many things there to me because I was preparing to come to US. So we need to start preparing. We don't need to wait. Don't say I will wait until next year when I will make a new year resolution to prepare for heaven. From tonight, from tonight, we need to start preparing. And that was why Jesus was telling them about heaven. Number four, Jesus also talked about the place. There is a place called heaven. It is not just illusion. This is not just a fiction. It is a place. And in Luke 16, when, 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 we, when, when the story of Lazarus and the rich man, we see an example of things that happen in heaven. Heaven is a place of comfort. So it is a place. And there is another place called hellfire. That was where the rich man went to. Hellfire is also a place. How we live our life on heart will determine where we are going to spend our eternity. So there is a place. And then number, number five, there is also a possession for us. A possession. A possession. And what is that possession? Mansions in heaven. I want to, I want to believe that by the time we get to heaven, angels will be our servants. Even right here on heart, according to Hebrew chapter 1, verse, verse, uh, verse 11 or so, the Bible says they are the they are, they are, the, they are, they are ministering spirits to those who are heirs of salvation. Angels, as I'm talking right now, angels are walking in our midst. Angels, angels are surrounding me. Angels are surrounding you at your house, where you are. Maybe you are driving, angels are with you in the car right now. Because anywhere the word of God is being spoken, the word of God activates angels. Prayers activate angels. And they minister to us. When Christ was on earth, they minister to Christ in Luke chapter 4, in Matthew chapter 4 verse 11. The Bible says, And when the devil departed from him, an angel of the Lord came to, to, what? to minister unto him. In Luke, in Luke 22 also, when Christ was praying in the garden of Gethsemane, the Bible says, Angel came to strengthen him. 
So when we get to heaven, we are going to be assigned angels. Oh my God. It is going to be a place where we are going to live like kings. You may not be a king on earth, but in heaven you are a king. And you are going to have angels serving you. You will have a, a mansion to yourself. And then about six. Christ mentioned about heaven to create a passion in our heart. Passion. I want somebody to say passion. Passion talks about zeal. Zeal. Passion talks about things that motivate our interest. As, for example, as I'm talking about heaven right now, there are some of us that we already rejoice and say, you know what? I, I can't wait. Maybe God, maybe I should start praying that God should take me to heaven now. Maybe I should pray that God should open my eyes to see my mansions. So, the reason why we are looking into this is to create a passion in our heart for heaven. There must be a passion. A passion to make heaven. A pa- there must be a curiosity. I remember most of the time when I'm on a journey with my kids and my family and we are going together, my children will be saying, are we there yet? They will be asking me, Daddy, are we there yet? I will say, no, we are still, we are still like one hour away. He will say, ah, one hour? In fact, one of my kids with here on his tablet, he will set a timer that will be counting down the time because he can't wait to get to the destination. That's how it should be for us too. Are we there yet? When is Christ coming back? Every day we should be asking ourselves, is, has Christ come back yet? When is he coming back? What do I need to do to prepare for, for his coming? Passion! Passion! For heaven. Then number three, I mean number seven, and then we'll go and pray. Christ talk about heaven to let us know, I want somebody to listen to this, listen to this point. To let us know that the purpose, and that's the last point, the purpose of our salvation, the purpose of our sanctification, the purpose of our service on heart is to get to heaven. That's it. That's it. <laughs> That's it. The purpose of our salvation, the purpose of our sanctification, the purpose of our service on heart is to get to heaven. That is it. End of story. That's the purpose. That's the purpose. Don't wonder Paul speaking in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27. He, he, he said, he said, he said, but I keep under my body and bring it into subjection, lest that by enemies, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. To be a castaway means to be disqualified. I pray you and I, we shall not be disqualified in the name of Jesus. I said we shall not be disqualified in the name of Jesus. So I want us to register this. That the purpose of our prayer night and days. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. The purpose of this prayer. Prayer meeting night and days. Morning, evening. We are doing Yoruba prayers. We are doing English prayer. In fact, if there is any other language, maybe I will learn Spanish in the future. I don't know. If God said go and learn Spanish. Because I want you to reach out to Spanish. Brother, my brothers and sisters. I will, I will start learning Spanish in all language where, where this message can be preached. But the purpose of it is for heaven, is to make it to heaven. That's the purpose. It's not to become rich. It's not to ride on jets. It's not to become famous. It's not even to become worthy. Now, let me shock somebody tonight. Let me shock somebody tonight. I don't know the problem you, you, are, you are going through, but let me shock you by letting you know that it is even possible for God not to solve all our problems while we are here on earth. 
for example, Lazarus died a poor man. In Luke 16, God did not solve the problem of poverty in his life, but he made it to heaven. That's what matters. He made it to heaven. He made it to heaven. When Stephen was being stoned to death, God did not raise any angels to go and assist or defend him. Stephen was being stoned to death in John's, I mean, in, in Acts 7 with blood gushing all over his face. Not, nobody stopped them. Angel did not rise up to stop them. But today, today Stephen is in heaven. Stephen is in heaven. So what I'm telling us is this. Whether God solved that, and that was the res- resolution that the three Hebrews had in Daniel chapter 3. I want somebody to listen to me. Listen to me carefully. In Daniel chapter 3, the three Hebrews, they told the king, they said, we are not careful to answer you in this matter. Our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from your hand and from this fury furnace of fire. But if he chose not to deliver us, we are not going to bow to your golden image. God did not even stop King Nebuchadnezzar. In fact, immediately they said that, the Bible said, King Nebuchadnezzar said, increase the fire seven times. Eat up the, the, the furnace of fire seven more times. And then he commanded valiant man from his kingdom to carry these three Hebrews, wrap them up, bind them, and throw them into the fire. The Bible says those valiant men that carried them, they were the ones that fire first burnt, fire destroyed them. And then when they landed, the Bible says they saw the appearance of the Son of God in the fire, waiting for them. And the Bible says four of them were walking in the, in the fire. They were walking. They were walking. So what I'm saying is this. God, God does not have to solve all our problems before we follow him. Look at that woman in Luke 13. The woman that was bent low. For, for 18 years, he was, she was still going to the temple with a problem. She was not ashamed of Christ. Just like Paul said in Romans 1.16, he said, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to those that believe, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. That woman was going on ashamed all without any shame, bent over until one day when Jesus met with her and solved our problem. Even though you may not solve my problem, I will still follow him. Because the end goal, the end goal is that I want to make heaven. Not that I want, to, not, not only that I want God to solve my problem alone, but the end goal of my prayer, calling upon him day and night, is for me to make heaven. And I'm praying that none of us will miss heaven. In the name of Jesus, I want us to go and pray. We are going to lift up our voice. And said, Jesus, come into my heart. I want us to only dedicate ourselves unto God again tonight. We are going to put our hand on our chest. I said, Lord Jesus, enter into my heart. <laughs> come and reside in my heart. Come and dwell in my heart. I want us to begin to pray. Let's begin to pray. Lord Jesus, enter into our heart. In the name of Jesus, we don't want to miss heaven. Ah, Lord Jesus, come into our heart. Come into our heart. Lord Jesus, we have opened the doors of our heart unto you. Come and dwell, come and dwell, come and dwell in our heart. 
come and reside in our heart. In the name of Jesus, we rededicate our life unto you. We give our life unto you again because you are our Lord and you are our Savior. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to cry unto God and say, My Father, let every manifestation of the works of the flesh in my life that will not allow me to make heaven be destroyed tonight. In the name of Jesus, let's open our mouth. Every manifestation of the flesh. Is it anger? Is it lying? Is it, is it, is it malice? I want us to lift up our voice. Anything in my life that will not allow me to make heaven. Tonight, let your fire, the fire of Holy Ghost, let your fire melt it. Let your fire purge me. Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, is there anything that will not allow me to be worthy? That will not allow me to be qualified for heaven? Lord, tonight, let your fire burn them in my life. I want somebody to crown to God and say, Lord, let your fire burn them. Every manifestation of the works of the flesh that will not allow me to make heaven. By fire, let it be consumed. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. What will make us to be unfit? Lord, tonight, let your fire destroy it in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to open our mouth. We are going to cry unto God. And say, Jesus, open my eyes to see my mansion. That's the prayer point. Open my eyes. I want to see the, 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 I want to see the glory of heaven. There, there was a time my, my pastor from Nigeria, uh, Pastor Paul, he was, he was telling us about his encounter with Jesus. He said he had a, a, a dream and he met, he met with Jesus. And in that revelation, he saw at least 11 of the disciples. He said Judas Iscariot was not among them. And he was describing his encounter with each of the apostles. He, he talked about Peter. He said Peter is bald-headed. Is bent a little bit. Thomas, you know, is you know, and, and all of that, all of them like that. And he said they started talking together. And they started talking. Jesus talking with him, he was talking with Jesus. And then they got to a, a, a particular intersection of the road. And he, he, he told uh, he told Jesus and the, and the apostles, he said, bye-bye, goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. And then Jesus replied and said, We shall see again. And as he turned to exit, he, he woke up. <laughs> and, you know, humorously, he was saying that, I didn't mean that he did not tell them bye-bye, and he was just, he, got, he just kept going with them, he would have just transitioned to heaven like that. And then he woke up. Oh my God. I want us to pray. Now, I want you to know that if indeed we are going to heaven, we, we, we must begin to see the revelation of heaven. We must begin to, do you know some of us, before we came to America, we dreamed about America? Several times we, Several times we see ourselves in New York and we were in Nigeria. Several times, some of us we see ourselves in Minneapolis. Some of us we see ourselves in California, and we have never been to US. But because that is where our heart is, because we keep thinking about it, we keep thinking about it, it become a dream for us. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to cry unto God and say, Lord. Open my eyes. I want to see my mansion. I want to see the glory in heaven. I want to see the place. The place called heaven. Lord, open my eyes. In the name of Jesus. Let's open our mouth. Lord, I want to see the place called heaven. I want somebody to cry. Crown to God. Oh 
Open my eyes, O oh God. Open my eyes, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, open our eyes. We want to see the place, the place called heaven. That glorious place, that beautiful place that you are preparing for us. Open our eyes to see it. In the name of Jesus, open our eyes, open our eyes. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth, you are going to crown to God. And say, my father, help me to stand with you until the end. Without compromising my faith. Do you know some people, it is affliction that will send them away. Some people, it is the problems of life that will cause them to depart. Look at Judas. Money. Love for money made Judas to miss heaven. Love for money. I want us to lift up our voice and say, Lord, help me not to compromise my faith. Help me to follow you to the end. To the end. To the end. In the name of Jesus. Let's open our mouth. Lord, apples, apples, apples. I call Sindalima Sindalia. Help us to follow you to the end. Without looking back. The Bible says the wife of Lot looked back and she became a pillar of sorts. A pillar of sorts. I want us to crown to God and say, Lord, help me not to look back. Help me not to look back. Help me not to compromise. The three Hebrews did not compromise. And because of that, they, they finally met with Jesus. I want to meet with Jesus. Help me to continue with you. Help me to follow you to the end. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, I want us to now begin to pray about our, our, our earthly house. We have talked about our heavenly house. Now, if you are sick in your body right now, I want you to know that your body is the temple of God. Sickness is not permitted in your body. Cancer is not permitted. A hole in the heart, kidney disease, heart disease, liver disease is not permitted. Because the Bible says our body is the temple of God. We are going to lift up our voice and say, My Father, let every strangers of darkness occupying my body be cast out. Now, in the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Makota lagaba, Cancer, you are a stranger. I cast you out. In the name of Jesus, you arthritis, you are a stranger. You headache, migraine, you are a stranger. I cast you out. In the name of Jesus, get out. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Masota likapa. Strangers of darkness in our lives, strangers of darkness operating in our home, we bind and we cast you out. Every strange spirit, every strange problem, every strange manifestations of the wicked, we bind and we cast you out. In the name of Jesus, we terminate your oppression in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. You will, not, you will not see the symptoms of that sickness anymore. In the name of Jesus, you are healed. In the name of Jesus. I want somebody to touch his or her head and say, I am healed. I am healed. I want you to declare with your mouth, I am healed. I am healed. In the name of Jesus, I am healed. My children are healed. My spouse is healed. My business is healed. I am healed. In the name of Jesus. And so shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to crown to God and say, Lord, let all my days, in the remaining days of this year and throughout the year 2023, 
let it be the days of heaven on heart. Heaven on heart. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Lord, let all our days in the remaining days of this month into the new year be a day of heaven on earth. In the name of Jesus, let it be days of heaven on earth. I want somebody to pray. Let my days be the days of heaven on earth. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, for us to understand that prayer, if you open your Bible to Revelation chapter 22, things that, that, that are not, there are some things that are not permitted in heaven. One of them in Revelation 22, verse 3, the Bible says, And there shall be no more curse. Look at that. In heaven, there is nothing called curses. There is no curses. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to pray and say, Father, every curses operating against my destiny by the power in the blood, let that curse be broken tonight. In the name of Jesus, because in heaven, there is no curse. Lord, put an end to curses in my life. Put an end to curses working against my family. Open your mouth, open your mouth. Every negative pronouncement working against my advancement. By the power in the blood, let that negative pronouncement be cancelled tonight. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. According to Revelation 21 verse 4, the Bible says, And God shall wipe away tears from all eyes. Which means in heaven, there is no weeping. There is no sorrow. It is always joy. I want you to lift up your voice and say, Lord, tonight, terminate weeping in my life. Put to an end sorrow and sadness. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Because heaven is a place of joy. There is no weeping in heaven. There is no sorrow in heaven. There is no sadness in heaven. I want you to lift up your voice and say, Lord, from today, put to an end every sorrow, every weeping. In the name of Jesus, let your joy fill my heart. In the name of Jesus, let your joy fill my homes. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. In fact, in that Revelation 21 verse 4, the Bible says, And there shall be no more death. Which means in heaven, people don't die. People don't die. I want us to lift up our voice and say, in the name of Jesus, every covenant of untimely death over my family, over my life, over my children, over my spouse, by the power and the blood, be broken tonight. I will not die before my time. In the name of Jesus, I want somebody to pray, pray, pray that prayer. Pray that prayer. Pray that prayer. I will not die before the end of this year. I will not die. I will not die before my time. In the name of Jesus, my children will not die. My mother will not die. My sisters and brothers will not die. In the name of Jesus, every covenant of untimely death, by the power and the blood, we break that covenant. In the name of Jesus, I call Ah, tonight, we break that covenant. In the name of Jesus, None of us will die before our time. We shall live to the fullness of our age, to the fullness of our years, in prosperity and in pleasure. In prosperity and in, in pleasure. In the name of Jesus, none of us will die before our time. Every book of obituary will cancel them tonight. In the name of Jesus, Lekapatulikasidia, we break every covenant of death tonight. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice and say, Lord, <laughs> increase my passion for heaven. Now, if you want to know, as I said it earlier, the reason why I'm shouting and crying and praying like this is because of my passion for heaven, not for anything. 
It's because of my passion for heaven. I always said this, this prayer, this prayer we are doing is called family prayer because before, for couples of years, I was just doing it with my sister in Spain. She's on the phone right now. And my mom and my sister, my brothers, we are just doing it. It's just a family prayer. And that this is the same way I'm praying now. That's how that's how I've been praying. Even when I was in Nigeria, I've been praying like this. That's how I pray. It doesn't change because my goal is heaven. My passion is heaven. It's heaven. It's heaven. Oh my God. It is heaven. I want us to pray for many people are losing their passion for heaven today because of materialism. Materialism. Now, let me tell us this. The riches of all the riches. The, the riches of all among those who are rich, the riches of them, when they die, they don't go to their final destination with anything they possess. Although they may be buried in a beautiful casket, they may carry them in a limousine, they may do all of that, but that, that is just a show. Their soul has gone to eternity, where they will spend their eternity. The things of this world will end one day. And if it doesn't end, we will leave this world one day. I want us to, to remember that. Is either the rapture take place or we sleep in the Lord and go to heaven? That is our goal. That is that is our that is the reason why for this family prayer there is nothing behind it. And if, if you are if you are part of this family, the goal the, the goal is is heaven. Although we are praying that God will deal with our enemies, although we pray that God will solve our problems, but much more than that, we are doing it because of our passion for God. And because we are, as we are doing it every day, we are preparing ourselves for heaven. People who are praying to God, they are connected to God. You can't be praying every day and you are not, you are, there's, there's something heavenly that you are connected with. You are connected with God. You are calling upon God every day, night, night, night and day, in the morning, in the night, you are calling on God. Oh my God, you are connected to God and no evil should be connected to you. No evil should be con no calamity should be connected to you. No, no, no demon should be connected to you. And I'm praying by the authority in the name of Jesus. As many who have been tormented by demonic forces, as many who have been harassed, as many who have been who have been insulted in their dreams by demonic spirit. Tonight I declare your deliverance in the name of Jesus. I want us to lift up our voice and say, Lord, put the, the passion for heaven in my heart. Sometimes when I when I send prayer to some of my friends in Nigeria, they, they think I'm still in Nigeria the way I'm praying. I'm in the US, but I'm still this, this is passion for heaven. It is passion for heaven that is making me to pray like that. Some people don't believe I'm in the US. They thought I'm in one Africa country somewhere. But it is passion for heaven. <laughs> it is passion for heaven, sir. It is passion for heaven, man. It is heaven is where we are going. And if you are ready to follow, if you are if you are if you are if you are a partner going to heaven, welcome. We are, we are we are going there together. We are going we are going there together, and we are, we are going to see in heaven one day. That's what, that that's it. I want us to pray for that passion. Many lost the passion, maybe because of what they are going through. They lost the passion. They allowed their sickness. They allowed their affliction to make them to lose the passion. Don't lose the passion for heaven. As I told us, Lazarus died a sick man, but he made it to heaven. He died believing God. In fact, the Bible says he always desired to be fed with crumbs that fall from the rich man's table. 
I want us to lift up our voice. That's the last, the last prayer point and then we share the grace. Lord, increase my passion. Oh my God. My passion for heaven. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Makuda likapa. likapa. Ah, Lord, increase our passion. We don't want to lose this fire. This fire for heaven. This passion for heaven. We don't want to lose it. Eliba sadali kapa. Ekepete yele kapa. Lord, increase our passion for heaven. In the name of Jesus. Let our heart always pant about the things of God. Let our heart always pant for heaven. In the name of Jesus. Lord, increase our passion. Our passion for heaven. In Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Almighty Father, we thank you. Lord, we give you all the glory. Lord, we give you all the honor for all that you have done for us tonight. Lord, we say be thou glorified and be exalted in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray that tonight as we have rededicated our life unto you, we shall not go back to our vomit. In the name of Jesus, the place called heaven, we shall get there. In the name of Jesus, nothing will stop us. For making it to heaven. In the name of Jesus. Everyone on this prayer line tonight. Lord you know our heart desire. More than our heart desire. More than our expectation. Lord show up for us. In the name of Jesus. As we go in the journey of this week. Exceed our expectation. In the name of Jesus. Let your glory manifest in our journey. In the name of Jesus. Lord, as we are going to be coming back again tomorrow morning to pray and tomorrow evening to pray, Lord, increase our passion for your, for your prayer. Increase our passion for your house. In the name of Jesus, let every affliction be terminated tonight. Let every sickness disappear. In the name of Jesus, I pray for those who have one interview or the other in this week. I pray, go and succeed in that interview. In the name of Jesus, the letter of joy you are expecting before the end of this week, receive it in the name of Jesus. Whatever is your heart desire, whatever is making you to weep and to cry in your bathroom. I see somebody, you always cry in your bathroom, you lock up yourself and you cry and cry. And then you come out and then you, you, you wash your face. That thing making you to cry, I pray that God will attend to it tonight. I said, my God, my God will attend to it tonight. In the name of Jesus, you shall not weep anymore. In the name of Jesus, I declare by the power in the name of Jesus, your days and your season of joy has begun. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout, hallelujah. If you know that God has answered your prayers tonight, oh Lord, shout hallelujah. I want to thank God for every one of us that joined tonight. I believe in God that God will do something new and something marvelous in our lives and there shall be testimonies. I want to encourage us, if, if, if there's anything God has done within these 12 days, please don't hesitate to share your testimony to encourage us. And to encourage others. If, if there is a particular miracle, you know that it happened during these 12 days, please share it. Share it with us. Let's talk about it to everybody. So that people can know what God is doing in our midst. So by the grace of God, tomorrow our prayer will be a twin prayer. 
Number one, in the morning we are going to be having the, the, the last 12 days of, of the, uh, 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 the, last, the last 12 day of hours of glory, which is the 12 days of hours of glory. We are going to be ending it tomorrow morning. So we are going to meet 6 a.m. in the morning, 6 a.m. Eastern time. And then in the evening, normally our, our Monday program is for Yoruba prayer. But tomorrow, because tomorrow is the last day, we are going to combine it. So it will be English prayer. So it, it's not going to be Yoruba prayer just for tomorrow, just for tomorrow. From next week, we are going to be back to our Yoruba prayer every Monday. But because tomorrow is the last day and it happens to be on a Monday, and I want us to still come back together to pray. So we are going to come back together to pray 7 p.m. Please, mark your calendar, especially those who don't usually join the Yoruba, uh, Yoruba prayer. Tomorrow is going to be English prayer. Let's talk to, let's, you know, talk to people about it, people that we know that will also call into this prayer line. Let's tell them that tomorrow, although they may not be speaking English, I mean, speaking Yoruba, but tomorrow is, is for everybody. Just like we have tonight, it's going to be English. Just to wrap it up, to thank God for these 12 days of glory and then to commit ourselves into the hand of God for the remaining days of this year into the new year. So tomorrow, please, let's take note, that, take note of that. And I pray that the Lord will give us a settlement in these 12 days. In the name of Jesus Christ, we shall all have testimonies, mind-blowing testimonies in the name of Jesus. I want us to share the grace, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Let somebody shout three powerful hallelujah. Just